America, what's going on? And welcome to the newest episode of the Dear America podcast. Zach is joining us hey, hey. from in the other room while we still work on this new home studio. Zach, what's up? Just, uh, just watching the recording. Everything looks like it's going pretty good so far. <laughs> All right. Uh, if you guys are tuning in, we are back on YouTube. This video is going to be up. We're going to have reels going again. Uh, the big push was to get video going. Uh, again, for you guys to provide additional content. And that's what we're doing. So if you're watching, as we go back to the full screen, you're probably wondering, Graham, what are you wearing? <clears throat> well, yesterday was the Super Bowl, and I made a uh, a friendly bet with a friend that if the Eagles won, I would wear a Jalen Hurts jersey. And if the Chiefs won, I would wear uh, the Patrick Mahomes jersey. So we're rocking the Chiefs jersey <laughs> for this episode. A deal is a deal. Uh, Zach, did you watch the Super Bowl? I watched a few minutes of it. <laughs> you watched a few minutes of it. I actually, I the end. I actually thought it was a really good Super Bowl. Uh, it, it was a Super Bowl that I was, uh, I was, I was going to be good either way. Wh whoever won. I'd be good with whoever, all that stuff. And, and so it was exciting. Um, and the Chiefs ended up winning. I will say this. I predicted it would be a three-point game. And I predicted 34-31. They ended up winning 38-35. So I missed the point guess, but I won the spread points that I, that, that I said it would be. And I predicted that before the game. So I was pretty... I was uh, pretty impressive. pretty impressive about that. Now, there has been some speculation about a call at the end of the game. So what I want to do that, you know, there's a lot of people who say that this is, you know, this is ridiculous and da-da-da-da-da and, and it wasn't a hold, et cetera, even though the defender has now come out <clears throat> uh, and said it was a hold. Uh, but we're going to go to the computer shot right here, and I want everyone to kind of see this. Um, this is the shot. This is a great shot of the hold, and in my opinion, you can clearly see right there. You can clearly see the pulled jersey. It is slight. I'm not going to sit here and try to say, oh, he, you know, he really did it. Um, it is slight. However, that is a callable hold. And so I, I don't think it was a terrible call like everybody's wanting to murder the refs over. But it is kind of nit, nitpicky at the same time. And again, I don't really have a dog in this fight. I'm just telling you what I see. What I see here is he definitely grabs the jersey right there. Like, like you can't, like, boom, there it is, right there. Pulled the jersey. Technically, that is a hold. Uh, should they have called it? I don't know. Uh, you know, I guess it's just your own opinion on the matter, but, uh, that is a hold and that's, uh, that's what they called. And so therefore that's what, uh, that's, that's what happened. And so anyway, Zach, you don't even know what I'm talking about because, uh, <laughs> I watched that part of the game. I oh, you saw, saw oh, you saw that part. Okay. Well, anyway, I thought it was, I thought it was a bit picky. So. Here's some interesting things. So, yeah, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, but here's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about the Super Bowl. I want to talk about the things I like, things I didn't like, but then I also want to talk about what we can learn from Jalen Hurts. 
despite the U.S. blowing through the $31.4 trillion debt ceiling in January, the leftist White House still refuses to reduce spending. While our national leadership has buried their heads in the sand when it comes to fiscal responsibility, it's time to pull yours out. Now would be a great time to diversify into gold with Birch Gold. Birch Gold makes it easy to convert an IRA or 401k or even just your savings account, ladies and gentlemen. All you have to do is text the word GRAM, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to the number 989898 right now to claim your free info kit on gold and then talk to one of their precious metals specialists. Think about this. To dig our country out of this mountain of debt, every single taxpayer in America would have to write a check for $247,000, and it's only getting worse. Protect yourself with gold today by texting the word Graham to 989898. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, and countless five-star reviews, you can trust Birch Gold to protect your future. You owe it to yourself. You owe it to your family. Text the word Graham. That's G R A H A M to ninety eight ninety eight ninety eight right now. Okay, I, I love Jalen Hurts, Alabama legend. I love Jalen Hurts, but I especially love the fact that this year um, I got in a bit of trouble <clears throat> on Twitter, and I'll go ahead and pull it up on the screen just so everybody can see uh, what I wrote. That is not what I wrote. That's the wrong thing. Sorry, I'm still getting used to this uh, command center stuff here. All right. Uh, this is what I wrote. So a lot of people were saying that this is history. This Super Bowl is history because they got two black starting quarterbacks. Okay? Which one's true? And I got no problem with it. What I have a problem with is the constant just making everything about race that it's the first two black starting quarterbacks in Super Bowl history. So you know me. I can't can't just let that go, right? (laughs) And so I have to make a tweet about it. And I want you guys to see the tweet. I want to be fully transparent here. Um, This is what I said. I said it right here. And you can see it in the the video here. Uh, The Super Bowl will feature two openly Christian quarterbacks. The left is losing their minds over it. And I said, uh, exclamation point, question mark. I say, praise God. Now, as you can see from the interactions of this, a million people interacted with it, uh, thousands of comments, et cetera. Um, And I will say this, what I was not expecting, uh, I was not expecting the amount of people to say such horrible things to me about this tweet. And so I want to show it to you. So we're going to go back to the computer screen here. I'm going to let you guys um, in. A lot of people saying uh, nobody was losing their minds. There's another people. Hold on. Uh, uh, Take a knee. Uh, Hang on. Uh, There's so many. It it takes forever to find. uh, Sorry. Ah, here we go. Yeah, like I said, you got to scroll down a bit. Uh, You stupid F. Hold on. Let's read what this guy says. Oh, you stupid F. Nobody gives a S what religion anyone is in the Super Bowl. 99.9 of society doesn't even think about that. Go F yourself, you sack of S. <laughs> and I am not even a left supporter by any means, and I will call out stupid morons when I see them like yourself. 
Seems a bit aggressive for me <laughs> for me saying praise God for two openly Christian quarterbacks. Um, maybe I should have said the left and the right is losing their minds if this guy is not a leftist uh, getting upset. Here's another guy, you effing idiot. Uh, LOL, effing tool. Uh, hashtag loser alert. <laughs> I I I was a bit I was a bit taken back by how many people were upset over that tweet. I, I just got to be honest. I, I was I was not expecting it, and and so it, it was just interesting to me how many people got upset about me pointing out that it was two Christian quarterbacks, and there were a lot of people who were also upset. Well, of course Graham Allen would like try to like take away the significant stance of it being two starting black quarterbacks. No, I just, unlike you racist people, I truly don't care what color <laughs> skin the quarterbacks are. I care that they're openly Christian quarterbacks. And that's what I found truly, truly amazing. And so that was the tweet, but we've got more stuff to show you here. And poor Zach, he can see me, but he can't see any of the stuff that I show you. But, 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 you know, that tis what it is. Um, this is, uh, actually Tim Scott was there and this is, uh, a picture <clears throat> of all of the Eagles. Well, not all of, but a lot of the Eagles taking a knee not during the anthem, by the way. We'll get into the anthem controversy here in a minute. But all of these Eagles players taking a knee, praying to God before the game, truly beautiful stuff to see. I will say that. I love seeing it. I think it's awesome. I think it's awesome bringing God back into the equation. Um, I, I just, I do. I love seeing it. It's amazing. It, it's almost like it's cool to believe in Jesus again. So I think I think that that's awesome. Um, let's see here. Uh, let's go to. We'll get into Jalen Hurts here in a minute. Uh, let's go to my next thing. All right. <clears throat> so we got to talk about Demar Hamlin. Zach, did you see the jacket on Demar Hamlin that he wore during the Super Bowl? I did not. Okay. What do you think the jacket is? I'm curious. Before I show everybody. On the screen here, I'm curious what you think, DeMar Hamlin, uh, <clears throat> because of his COVID vaccine, literally dies on the football field about a month, month and a half ago. He's at the Super Bowl, all right? <clears throat> He's wearing a jacket. Any guesses to what you think a man in that situation would be wearing? Is it, don't, is it, is it a Pfizer jacket? <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, no. it's not Pfizer. It's not Pfizer. <clears throat> all right. <clears throat> Let's go to it. So this is Demar Hamlin's um, highly blasphemous jacket that he's wearing. Uh, if you go here, you can see it. It's this weird kind of Letterman jacket, and it says "Eternal" on it, and it's got this weird Jesus hanging on a cross, but the Jesus has like a SpongeBob face, and it's this really weird. I mean, it's like a crucified Jesus. Like, like this is. It's really awkward. I, like, I don't understand what this is. Like, I, I don't know who looked at Damar Hamlin and was like, you know what? We love Jesus. Jesus is really going to like this jacket, Damar. Like, you should really wear that because nothing represents the love of God sending his only son, Jesus, to come down and down across for our sins, much like 
a mockery jacket of him looking like SpongeBob SquarePants being crucified on the cross. Nothing says more that I love Jesus more than that. It's just really weird. And I don't understand why people continue to do these really weird things. Even people in even people in you know Hollywood or sports that claim that they love the Lord they keep just doing these weird things like all the time. It's weird all the time. They can't do anything normal. And it's just, in my opinion, it's kind of blasphemous. Uh, but Zach, your thoughts. If you're a Christian, you should definitely not be wearing anything like that. Like that, to put SpongeBob's face on Jesus. Well, it, to be it, clear, it, it's not SpongeBob, but it okay. is like SpongeBob-esque. It is like the same people who draw SpongeBob, they, they, they drew that they drew oh. that face. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's it, like a cartoonish version. Because you guys, you have to remember, I haven't seen it. I can't see the picture. You can't see the uh, picture. <laughs> so, uh, so it's like a cartoonish version of Jesus. Yeah, but it, it, it looks like a SpongeBob Jesus. That's what I'm saying. And, uh, and, and then again, again, it's just weird to me. Like, even if it wasn't a SpongeBob, it's just kind of weird to me to wear a crucified Jesus on the back of your jacket. And then it says eternal, right? Like that's a weird phrasing as well, right? Like not saved by grace or, you know, washed in the blood of Jesus. It just says eternal. And it's got the SpongeBob crucified Jesus underneath it. It's just weird. I'm looking at a picture of it now. This is. Oh, you see it now. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, it's weird, right? And then he's got Jesus' face on the front of the jacket. And yeah, this is so wrong. This is disgusting. Yeah, it's gross, right? And so you would think a guy that literally died on the field for 10 minutes and it is a just miracle from God. And it's just weird. To me, I just, I don't like it, but but we have other things to talk about. So let's talk about this. So January, the most refreshing and frustrating month of the year. Why? Because you set out with lofty goals, you stick to them for about two weeks, then you fall right back into old habits. Well, lucky for you, I have a goal you can accomplish today and feel great about it. It's called the Protect Your Family by Getting a Will goal. And you can check that box in five minutes for as little as $119 at epicwill.com slash Graham. That's G-R-A-H-A-M. And you'll save an additional 10%. So I just made it easier. Look, you need to protect your family. I know that most of us don't want to think about death, but it is a real part of reality and life. And we need to make sure the ones that we love and care about the most will be protected. Think about this. 50% of Americans don't have a will. Choose to be the smarter 50%. Go to epicwill.com slash Graham and get 10% off, and then you can laugh at your friends who failed to accomplish their goals because you're better than them. That's epicwill.com slash Graham now. Just like last year with the Super Bowl, we got to talk about the national anthem controversy again um, because before the Super Bowl even started, they sang uh, the Black National Anthem, which I made a lot of people upset, but I'm going to say it again. A black national anthem is an oxymoron because the black national anthem is the national anthem. The Hispanic national anthem is the national anthem. The white national anthem is the national anthem. 
You can't have two national anthems. And what set the world on fire was this image of Carrie Lake, love Carrie Lake, refusing to stand for the playing of the black national anthem. And I don't blame her. She wasn't taking a knee. She wasn't trying to draw no attention to herself. She's just sitting there minding her own business because there's no reason to stand in reverence for the black national anthem. There's no, it is not a national anthem. It is honestly, and I'm not trying to rock the boat here, it's a mediocre song at best to just make black people feel better for some reason. And, and I'm not trying to, I'm, I'm really not trying to rock the boat here on this. I'm just saying there is no such thing as a national anthem. But what, what, what I will say is this, and it'll be interesting to know if Zach can hear this or not when I play this video. Uh, Chris Stapleton, although me and him do not agree politically on a lot of things, that man killed the national anthem. It was probably top three, top four national anthems that I've heard. Um, and it brought the head coach of the Eagles to tears. And so we're going to play that right now for you. Uh, the real national anthem. Here we go. Mm, yeah, baby. Mm, sing it. Hand over the heart. Jason Kale's crying. Look, wow. And rock is mm. Look at look look at him crying. Wow, what a moment, man. Wow, what a moment. Powerful. My God. Wow. Mm. Yeah, baby. Still there. That's how you sing the anthem. Did you hear any of that, Zach? Or did you just I hear could, me? I could hear it, and it was really good. <laughs> oh, my that gosh. Dude, it's, it's, dude, it's spine-tingling. Uh, wow. And I will say, here, let's go to this freeze frame real quick. 
I want to say this is actually a very big deal. This is the first all-female flyover of a game. So shout out to the female pilots that did that. That's super cool. Um, what, what, what a moment. That's the wrong camera. What a moment. I mean, even just listening to it, like you can just hear... I mean, and then that 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 shot that will probably live forever of the Eagles head coach just crying, crying, listening to it because there is only one national anthem, people, and uh, that is the national anthem. And Chris Stapleton, wow, just killed it. Um, all right, let's get into Rihanna. Uh, Rihanna's performance was. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I wasn't really excited about Rihanna's performance. Uh, I will say that in the grand scheme of things, I guess it was kind of a a, a dulled down version. Let's, uh, you know, let, let's go into this here. This is the outfit she wore, um, which you can kind of see. Um, I love how they say on here, Rihanna confirmed she's pregnant again, as if we needed any <laughs> any acknowledgement that she's pregnant. The second everybody and their brother saw this thing right here, it was blatantly apparent that Rihanna was pregnant. Now they may have had this whole halftime show planned out and then she got pregnant and they had to like tone it down a lot to be clear. My children did not watch it because it was still unacceptable in every thing, but at least I guess it wasn't straight devil worship the whole time, which is a huge improvement from Sam Smith, I guess. So you got to take the blessings, uh, when you can get them, I suppose. But, um, you know, uh, kind of lackluster performance. I will say this. I did appreciate that she actually sang. Yeah. She had a vocal track going, but everybody during a live performance in a stadium has a vocal track going. Um, but when she did sing, Rihanna can really sing. And so I will say I appreciated that. But overall, it was kind of a, eh, you know, halftime performance. All right. Now back to the meat of this thing, uh, which I want to talk about what can we learn from Jalen Hurts? All right. Jalen Hurts, as I've said, a man of faith. I have followed Jalen ever since a day game where nobody knew who Jalen Hurts was at Alabama. Um, goes 26 and two as a starter. Everybody knows the story. He gets benched in the second half, not to open up a wound for Zach. He gets benched in the second half of the Alabama, Georgia national championship game. Tua Tagovailoa comes in arguably one of the most miraculous finishes to a national championship game ever. Um, and, uh, Shut up, Zach. You've won two in a row. Just, just you're fine. Okay. Either way. Um, but after that, Tua wins the starting job. Jalen, instead of doing what a lot of people do today, he decides to stay at Alabama. And to be blunt, Jalen could have started anywhere. Stays at Alabama, is the backup. And then in the SEC championship game, I mean, literally they will make a movie about this. The SEC championship game the next year, it is a rematch between Alabama and Georgia. Georgia is beating Alabama by two touchdowns, and Tua gets hurt, and Jalen comes back into the game off the bench, wins it the whole SEC championship for Alabama. Now, I know this is painful because you're a Georgia fan. 
very painful. But that moment, whether you're a Georgia fan or not, that was truly like like a movie. I mean, I really, I mean, it was like watching a almost like this this his, like this amazing grandiose movie in real life. I still get chills thinking about that Jalen Hurts coming in off the bench, uh, almost like a redemption moment, right? A redemption moment, Jalen Hurts comes in and wins it all. And then after that, he goes on and does transfer to the Oklahoma Sooners. Has an amazing year. I want to say he finished runner-up in the Heisman that year. Um, Leads the team to the playoffs. They lose in the playoffs, but either way. Um, And then he goes to the Eagles. And everybody's talking crap about Jalen Hurts and how he's not going to be a starter He's not going to be a winner. Uh, he's not going to be any of those things. And second year as a starter for the Eagles, they go 16-1 and one and are in the Super Bowl. And he has, well, let's listen to what he has to say about Jesus really quick. I, I really want to point this out because I thought that this was absolutely beautiful. So let's just go to this right now. And here's Jalen Hurts. Hi, Rachel Smith, Rising Media Stars. Jalen, I know you are a man of faith. What are you going to ask God for on Sunday, and how do you think your faith has helped you get to where you are right now? Yeah, um, I, I, I usually keep my prayers to myself, but uh, I say um, God knows, God knows. And, um, you know, I, I really lean on, I lean on him, and I try and keep him in the center of everything that I do because I know uh, without God, I wouldn't be where I am today. I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't be the man I am today. Uh, without having that faith in Him, without having integrity and um, and, and leadership and uh, diligence and all of those things. But um, you know, I think the biggest thing is you get so influenced by so much around you. You just want to, you know, pray that you're the person that God called you to be. So that's what I'm. That's that's what I'm. A, do you know be who God called me to be? Wow, I mean, what? I, again, <laughs> what? A, I mean, just this guy's 23, 23 years old. <laughs> I mean, you know, and he's got more wisdom than most adults I know. And so that was a major moment for me. Jalen Hurd's overcoming everything into the Super Bowl, but now they lose the Super Bowl. And, um, there is a moment where he stands there. Look, so this is a moment right here with uh, his coach, which, hang on, I don't, I don't want to hear the things yet. This is a moment with his coach. The coach is flipping off the Kansas City Chiefs. This is the coach doing this. And you see Jalen Hurts uh, basically like push his hand down because this is how much of a class act Jalen Hurts is. All right? Uh, one, I don't even know why the Philly coach is flipping off the Chiefs because this is going into half. This is close to halftime. The Eagles are up, and watch. Uh, the coach will flip off the Chiefs, and Jalen Hurts, the 23 year old, like forces his hand down and tells him to stop. Watch this. Watch this. Here we go. Look, there's the flip off. And look, look at Jalen Hurts. Put your hand down. One more time. There's the flip off. Jalen Hurts. Put your hand down. No, no, we, we don't do it like that. What an amazing young man this is. Like, that is, I mean, you've got sore losers in the 49ers and stuff. 
that are like saying that they hope both teams lose and all these other kind of things. But then Jalen Hurts, even in those moments, um, just, just is, is, is the bigger man. And then he made a remark after the loss and he said, you know, and I'm summarizing here, I'm paraphrasing cause I don't have it on me right off the bat, but he, he makes a remark that, and we all can choose the pain of loss, how we want to do it. We can either use, use it as a moment of pain. We can use it as a moment of learning and a teachable moment to overcome. And he knows what he's going to do. And so I think that Jalen Hurts, I will say <clears throat> that what I've seen from him on a, on a public level, on a faith level, on a disciplined responsibility taking ownership level it's truly remarkable and even though they didn't win the super bowl i i feel like everyone in the world is like a jalen hurts fan right now kind of like mahomes i got nothing against mahomes he's kind of like the mj of the nfl right now it's just kind of like how can you really hate mahomes i guess unless you're like a raiders fan <laughs> then you probably really hate mahomes but jalen hurts has really shown me so much and i think that i hope that so many kids look up to jalen hurts and 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 how he conducts himself because I think this kid's got the world in front of him, and I think we all could learn a little bit of a lesson uh, from Jalen Hurts. So, in saying that, that's all we have for this episode of the Dear America Podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys enjoy the new video format where you guys can see what we're actually talking about. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure to go to the YouTube channel, hit subscribe in the podcast app, leave us a review, leave us five stars. It helps us in the ratings. That's all we have for this episode, and we'll see you all again next time.